0: Hello, this is Matt, Kosei, Mark, Yon, James, Mel, Zach, this is David.
1: This is
2: PSG Token.
1: Le seul podcast sur le PSG en anglais.
0: Hello and welcome to the latest installment of PSG Talking. We're here to talk about PSG's disappointing 2-1 loss to Manchester City in the semifinal of the UEFA Champions League. Disappointing is the best word that I could come up with, but here to helpfully elaborate on this disappointing loss is we have Guillaume Delaport and Matt Gooding. Gentlemen, before we get into the game, how is everyone doing this evening? I should mention we are recording on Wednesday, probably just about an hour after the final whistle. How are you guys holding up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that pretty much yeah. sums it up. Let's—I uh, don't know—where do you guys want to start with this one? I, let's let's start with the good that first forty-five minutes. Talk about the starting lineup, Pochettino. I thought PSG were by far the better team. Um mm-hmm. we got the Marquinhos goal, which was amazing. Di Maria was just skipping past City Defenders. Let's so let's start there. What went well for PSG? Uh Matt, we can go with you first.
1: Yeah, I mean it was a really good first half, and um I was pleasantly surprised. I quite liked the lineup when I saw it. I thought oh, I was probably probably as good as it gets for us in this situation. So uh yeah, and when we started out, it felt like we really got on the front foot and we really um, we really managed to sort of keep them at arm's length. But um, it did always feel like we were working very hard to do that. I mean, it was quite interesting when we were out of possession to see us sort of basically dropping back into a, a pretty sort of standard four-four-two, which as a English football fan, I'm very used to seeing. But, you know, Verratti like right out on the left wing and Di Maria on the right wing and really kind of trying to limit the space for them on in wide areas which is obviously where they where their front forward players do a lot of damage drifting out into those spaces so I thought it was a really good performance and a really disciplined performance and also we looked really dangerous going forward didn't we I mean uh, Neymar was sensational and even though Mbappe was uh I think City did quite a good job on him we we managed to link up put together some really lovely moves and uh yeah it was a really promising display and it's a shame that <laughs> it, it first of all it's a shame we only got one goal because i think we probably could have had and although certainly there weren't like tons of clear-cut chances but there were quite a few moments where we sort of where we were, like one pass away or we were, like one sort of one you know one extra uh bit of the move away from from creating an opening and i think maybe if we could have capitalized on another one of those maybe the second half would have played out a bit different but Generally, it was a really good performance, and it showed what we can do against City. But perhaps also, uh, the effort we put in was uh, was to our detriment in the second half.
0: Well, we're we're gonna get there. Let's stay positive. Uh, Guillaume Mitchell bacher was probably the only real surprise in the starting lineup. I, I didn't really have any major issues. Apparently, Abdou Diallo was just not fit enough to to start in this one. I see some comments on Twitter. Bakker was, you know, whatever. But I thought he was decent. I, I, I don't recall at any point screaming out his name in frustration. So um, talk about the starting lineup and, and maybe that first 45 minutes, what you liked and what you saw from PSG.
2: I mean, if you're only decent in you know, the team, of the Champions League. Uh, that's not going to do. But, uh, you know, whatever. We don't know what, what happened to Jello. Would Jello have changed really anything no what I mean we had a solid first half but you could see that Neymar was isolated and Mbappé completely complete. I mean was was he even playing he was vaguely dangerous once so City had that tactics right and we were not playing the the way we normally play if there is such a thing but there was Reason to be vaguely optimistic because in, in small perimeters, we were like passing the ball and building something. So, uh, City should have scored. Uh, Foden shot straight on Navas. Uh, they didn't. So, it looked good. What happened in the second half is that we paid cash what didn't work in the first half. Mbappé's a nine didn't work. And Neymar and, and Mbappé up front did not work. It's easy to say after the after the game, but of course City would never give space to Mbappé, ever, ever, ever. So uh, I mentioned that I was terrified before uh, the game in the last podcast. Well, it turned out, yeah, it was pretty obvious why. But Neymar and Mbappé up front didn't work. Neymar should have been uh, have, before the game. I was hoping Icardi would be. Um, would be there, and Mbappe on the wing, Neymar as a ten, uh, Di Maria on the right. Um, hopefully, he goes with that on the second leg. There's still a small chance, but City tactically were spot on, and I was surprised that we were ahead at halftime. It looked good, we looked confident, and then oh my god, what happened in the second half? And he didn't, he didn't. I mean, you see it happening, and there's no change, no tactical change, nothing, absolutely nothing. Nothing by puch. Mbappé as a 9 doesn't work. Put him as a winger. Put Icardi there. Put Neymar as a 10. Uh, I mean...
0: Yeah, I was just looking. The, the first change didn't come to, what, the 80th minute? Um, we're like going to the- have to build... Yeah.
2: We're gonna have to, to to score against this team. Well, there's the free kicks and you know the corner kicks. But it's gonna have to come from the game. We're gonna have to pass. They completely took over the midfield. And we had no solution. And we had our best midfielders. Parades was here, Verity was here, Verity was nowhere and everywhere. Um tactically we got dominated from the get-go and posh made no adjustment none we need to pass the ball put Neymar as a 10 put put Neymar lower so he's not isolated and he can combine with Verati. he can create something mm-hmm. put the real nine
0: well let me ask you what specifically we'll just get into the bad stuff what specifically did pep do in that second half because i keep hearing we got dominated tactically but PSG were dominant in that first 45. They We should have scored at least two goals. What the hell happened in the second half? What did Pep do? I didn't see it. What what happened? I, I felt like PSG novice gave away that cheap goal, and then for some reason there was the part in the wall, and they scored. I felt like we gave them two goals, and we went down a they, man. What the hell did City do? Nothing. They didn't do anything. So it's like they, they we did a gifted bit. They, them they, two they, goals. They,
2: they tightened things up a bit um, they, they in midfield. They were a little higher in the second half and closer to PSG players in midfield than they were in the first half. Um, it, you know, it, it just happened. I would love to see the game again, mm-hmm. but it's not magic that suddenly City has the possession as we ended up the first half about yeah. 50, 50 possession. But it, per it, it was more more, more shots it, for us, more more. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot. You know, passing. They were ahead of in number of passes a little bit. But the stat looked okay. Second half, my goodness gracious. It was a lot they of self-inflicted
0: wounds. We kept trying to pass out from the back. And I guess if that was the tactic, wait for us to be stupid and try to play out of the back mm-hmm. and just steal the ball from us and create you know, chances. Maybe that was the strategy. I mean, Matt, do you know what, what Pep did? Yeah. Neymar and Mbappé
2: up there waiting for something <laughs> to happen that never happened. Yeah. Well, it's not going to happen no. if they stay up there. Mbappé can't stay as a winger, but Neymar's got to come back yeah but carly who's been hard and and you know nothing the only change was uh because gay got the red car this idiot so well, okay <laughs> uh raging Guillaume,
1: raging yeah. guillaume. we haven't seen it for a while you've been quite zen recently no it's it's uh
2: <laughs> yeah but it's it's like i could i could see it i'm nobody i'm it's, no one uh... I could Magic. see what was happening yeah. and nothing nothing uh, from the coach. Okay. Nothing from so, the coach.
1: Um, what did you see from I Pep? Know. I mean what the hell did he do? I think like so I don't necessarily agree with with my my honorable friend there that we were completely tactically dominated in the first half. I think that uh I think Neymar was coming deep and getting on the ball and I think um uh it Sort of what Poch was trying to do worked quite well, but I do think that we kind of just ran out of juice a bit. So I think what City did was get higher a bit, as Guillaume just uh, quite uh, eloquently explained. They got a bit higher up the pitch. The fullbacks were getting more involved, particularly you saw Walker kind of pinning us back down that side. But I also think that we just kind of ran out of steam a little bit. I think obviously you saw that Verratti hasn't played that much recently and Di Maria's getting old. And I think that... Our game plan in the first half relied on a lot of last-ditch tackles. There were a lot of sliding tackles going in from, from the wide players and also from Gay, and we were just about sort of keeping them at arm's length, and I feel like we kind of, in the second half, we just weren't able to keep that up because they're just relentless, aren't they? They're just like, it's like death by a 1,000 cuts. They're like just passing, 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 and it's very difficult to play a reactive game against them like that for 90 minutes and, and get away with it. Um that being said, uh, two things. I think their style of football does leave me a little bit cold. I mean, this is more a general comment uh, not related to the game. I just feel it it is technically brilliant, but it is also a little bit mm-hmm. just repetitive. But it doesn't excite me, to be honest. I mean, it, that is not to take away. They are obviously a brilliant team and, you know, it's very successful and they deservedly won that game. This is not me uh, being sour grapes, but I, it, personally, it's not the kind of football that, gets me excited uh but also um you know we could still have come out of this game level or ahead i mean they scored from a cross and from a free kick which went through like one of the worst walls i've ever seen Kim I mean, that's Kim probably Kim like, be moved yeah literally like what? like donald trump's Sorry. got a better wall than that i mean like what the <laughs> you know uh, so you know for all the the pundits from British TV were absolutely in raptures about City's second half display. And it was really, really good. They were completely relentless and they could pretty much dominate us for 45 minutes. But at the same time, it's very fine margin. It was a very fine margin game still. We could have easily been going into the second leg level and you know, it's all to play for now in the sense that we're still in the tie, but we could have been in a fairly strong position. So while I would say that they were better than us in the second half, I, don't think it's a lost cause and I don't think it's beyond hope that we do something in the second leg but at the same time if we play like that again we're going out aren't we so yeah. you only to have to a, look and see know.
0: what we did at um, at the Allianz and at the Camp Nou scoring was a seven total goal so like yeah. forget so about it go to the forget
2: about it What? For, you think? forget about it because we scored all those goals because both uh, Barcelona and and Bayern Munich, thought they could beat us playing their game and left plenty of space to Mbappé and uh, Neymar. That's not going to happen in the second leg. So we're going to have to create the space. We're going to have to play football instead of just counting on our two rockets on, We can do this. We can do this. Neymar as a 10 has been a very good solution. And uh, Mbappe as a nine, this game was—I mean, did you see? Did you see him? He was nowhere. When he had the ball, he had three people, no space to run. He tried a couple of dribbles, he, nothing worked. And uh, well, Mbappe as a ten—no, it's it's not hopeless.
0: It's not you, hopeless, I mean, but again, I really
2: I think he's going to use Icardi on the return. Really, either hope. Icardi and, or
0: Keane, either one of them, I thought needed to come in in this game. And if I don't see them either start or come on. Soon in the second half of the next game, serious questions need to be asked of Pochettino if those two players don't get a chance here. Because that goal, or the, not the goal, that that one cross to Verratti, which he literally missed by like a millimeter.
2: It's it's for, I, 4-11. That in Yeah, that would have been a goal for Icardi, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't get it. I don't it's understand why he kept he kept uh, Mbappe uh, as a nine. It would have been more interesting, in a, you know, to stretch uh, City as a as a winger, and Icardi could do the runs. He's a pure nine, and create space there. And Neymar is a ten, and that was I was hoping for that lineup. And when I saw how it was, I'm like, hmm. And then at halftime, I was like, all right, well, maybe a wrong. And then here goes the second half.
0: Yeah, you know, and I'm fine with City, <laughs> you know, having the possession. We saw that against Barcelona, right? When they came here, they had a lot of possession, a lot of shots on goal. But they didn't score and ultimately PSG advanced. I'm fine with City doing whatever it is, their death by 100 cuts. I think, Matt, you said that. I'm fine with that. It's these stupid mistakes and letting in these goals. Keeler Navis has to come out there or someone's got to come and get that ball that De Bruyne had crossed in. That that should not be a goal. It puts the deal. damn wall together. I mean, that is Bush League. Like, that shouldn't happen at this level of football. The semifinals of the Champions League, and that's your wall. Varadis laying on the ground and Paredes, and they're all like this crack in the wall.
2: Kim what the hell was moved.
0: That?
2: He moved to avoid the ball or something because he was terrified of doing a handball. I mean, he moved. He moved away from the I mean, ball.
1: Literally, like yeah. the clues in the name, isn't it? It's a wall. Like, literally, you know, no wall. Like, walls don't just part. No, like, when someone's no, living. <laughs> Navas was livid, livid,
2: absolutely livid. Right so they got two some... lucky goals, which they decent, didn't you know, fully deserve. They would have had like so many opportunities. We would have been, okay. I'm fine with the
0: passing. They,
2: they got a bit lucky. And um, if we can figure out the, the second half um, and, and, and not put Mbappé as a nine against City, just not do that. Well...
0: There's let's, a small chance. I, w- I want to talk. I want to get back to a little bit more positive here. Di Maria, let's talk about him. His ability to beat defenders. It was his cross that led to Marquinhos' goal. Marquinhos has a habit now of scoring these big Champions League goals. I mean, talk about him for a second. I mean, he's a player. We're talking about maybe bringing on Keane and Acardi, um, but do you do you drop Di Maria? I mean, what do you what do you do there if you need to work one of those other guys in because we need goals and they're pure goal scorers. What do you see there? Talk about Di Maria and what what you think we should do in that return leg.
1: I, I mean, no, yeah. Go ahead, not No, you go, mate. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've, it's a really difficult decision, isn't it? I mean, first of all, Di Maria was pretty good tonight, like uh, particularly obviously in the first half. He he really showed us uh, all the best bits of his game, you know, the sort of two-footedness and the fleet of foot sort of dribbling and stuff, which is lovely to see. But, Uh, it's very difficult to know what to do in the second leg because basically if we let them score first we're probably toast aren't we like uh are we probably not going to score three or four goals against them so then if you're putting in a if you are going to put in a striker then do you sort of sacrifice de maria and have him as an option off the bench to sort of uh uh, come on in the second half or later in the game i I really don't know i think that's going to be a a bit of a conundrum for Poch because he's gonna have to have a shuffle around with Gabe being suspended as well. So um so yeah it's uh uh I guess it's a question of how you get the best out of De Maria with him sort of you know getting on a bit and I think we saw he he wasn't as influential in the second half he's possibly tired a little bit and um whether you can sort of whether you start him and then bring him off earlier and again we come back to the sort of situation of why there weren't more substitutions um I, I don't really know how, how Poch is going to handle that in the second leg, but I guess that's a bit of a conundrum for him, how he sets up his midfield and his his attack to, uh, to hopefully the, the best effect.
0: Guillaume, Di Maria, mm-hmm. incredible in the first half, maybe trailed off there in the second. Let's talk about his sure. performance on the night, and then what do you think should happen in that second leg? Do you think he should well, maybe fall back? Do you go with the, the Fantastic Four, as we called them last year?
2: Um, doesn't really matter to me if it's you know if Keane is in, it means he's like hundred percent physically and ready to go. And I I love I love this player and Di Maria could be on the bench. For me, it's imperative to put Icardi as a nine. And uh, you you play in four two three one, Verratti, Danilo, uh, Neymar as a ten, Mbappe on the left, um, Di Maria or Keane on the right. And Icaria from. Now we, you know, because the paradise variety didn't work, and he will not work um, again during the second half. And Mbappe was nowhere to be found because he was isolated. And when he had the ball, the the you you saw the transitions of Manchester City. I mean, it's sliding fast. It's absurd. It's absurd. They're absurd, and they do that with. Um, a midfield with only one one real defensive midfielder. It's
0: it's freaking brilliant. It's brilliant. But they didn't so score we're gonna have to cook. any real goals that weren't given to them by PSG. They could be lightning quick. They can have the possession. They can pass. But at the end of the day, they don't have a striker to score goals. And if it wasn't for PSG saying, "Here, here's the goal. Just kick it in." He, thing to the side against, for you, Kick it in. Same
2: thing happened against Dortmund. They were not like you know, first game, uh, yeah, a little bit. Dortmund scored, then they found out which is score. second goal, second game, return leg. They believe they can score anytime, I and mean, they, they show they, they can. They they won at Dortmund 2 1, they won at Paris, uh, in Paris 2 1. They do their thing, they're solid, they're blocked, they slide, they focus, and they are top players. Yeah, we have an and Mbappe. Did you see them today? So well, there you are. go. So, a little bit in the first half, in the second half.
0: I didn't see anybody in the second half. I, I don't know what the strategy was. Talk to me a little bit about it, because I was really frustrated in that second half, this playing out of the back. And City were just waiting for that. And we didn't have an outlet. We weren't able to get past. I feel like if we just got one level past that, then sure, maybe Mbappe finds some space, but they were quick to close us down. Why are we doing that? Just Why do we play with Verity pitch.
2: as a 10? Verraty can do this. Veratti can sustain is amazing under high pressure when he plays behind to link the, the midfield and the attack to the defense. And when you press high, there's only one player who's gonna do it well. It's Verratti. He was up there. So he came back a few yeah. times, but then that that, create, that creates you know that's that's one less player up there. So it's not a solution. Um yeah we need I, to I, win the midfield battle at the second leg and something's telling me Pashi's going to do the same thing again i don't
1: know yeah go ahead yeah, try I, there. I, I ad- no i absolutely agree i think that's the problem with playing Verratti at 10 is that you don't have him in his normal position and are uh, playing out from the back against good teams it, he's so central to that like the other players are not as capable as him and I think you saw in the second half like I think City did tight I mean City's press is absolutely relentless as well like just like all of them and like Guillaume said like just the sort of the fluidity of it is is very difficult to to combat as as has been seen in the Premier League this season but uh, nonetheless I think we could give ourselves a better chance of doing it with with Marco a bit deeper but um you know i think I, I i would be lying if i said that that was what i thought pre-game because i thought that i was quite happy with the lineup that he chose and i thought it probably worked quite well so um uh <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna lineup. yeah i just think i think the disappointing thing in that second half was that there was so little reaction in terms of trying to change it and i think mm-hmm. sometimes the supporters i always do think we we get a bit hung up on substitutions and the importance of them and i think they the coaches often work with a, a first 11 and a plan and they think, you know, that's the best way to win the game and, and they want to stick with that. But I think on this occasion, you could see in the first five minutes of the half, that it was going to be a very different story to the first half. I think we, there were two giveaways in really dangerous areas from, from trying to play out and you just needed something to change it, either a bit more physicality or a bit more energy in midfield or something. And it was a bit back to the sort of old days of Tuchel where he wouldn't do anything. Um, you know yeah. until like the 80th minute and then they would bring Draxler on and expect him to score a hat trick you know and it was a bit like that it was and I kind of expect better from Poch that's one of the areas where I was hoping he'd improve over over um, over Tuchel and I think the evidence of the second leg against Barcelona where we were sort of living on our nerves a bit and then this this game tonight is not uh, not amazing, to be honest. So hopefully he'll uh, hopefully will have a think about that for the second leg, and we'll we'll have a bit more of a yeah. a more flexible plan to deal with City's many many threats.
0: I'm looking at the stats here. Uh, City were called for 15 fouls compared to PSG's nine. I thought they definitely came into the match wanting to be physical with PSG's players. That was pretty obvious. Neymar hit mm-hmm. the deck a few times, but the the big foul in the game was Idrissa Gay. Uh, no arguments here with the red card. I mean, you can't be doing that. I mean that they could have broke um, gundaman's uh, leg. you just come right right from the back studs up right in the back of his calf Very dangerous. So we don't have idris gay um, Good, maybe maybe that's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, he's kind of been that's up a good and thing. down. Yeah, that's a good But thing. we saw um, Was it Foden right he uh, on Danilo? Did you guys think that that should have been a red card? I mean we, we I tweeted out the photo clearly stamped on his foot should have been a red, maybe, and then we can also talk about a questionable call in the first half. It looked like Neymar was pushed off the ball in the in the box and hit the deck. So I mean, should that have been a penalty? I guess VAR took a look at it, it but it you guys wasn't. want to address those two calls? It wasn't a penalty. No. Yeah. But then we I mean, then we see other penalties given because you know someone like breathed sure. on someone in the box. Oh, that's a penalty. But then Neymar gets shoved, and it's it's just too inconsistent for me.
1: All I- right. I feel like the red card or the non-red card for Foden was when I saw it on the replay, I was like, Oh, that could have actually been a red card. I've seen those given before, but I didn't think it was an obvious red card to be honest. And actually I think the ref was quite lenient to us. I felt this evening. I mean, we, we've been on the end of some dreadful refereeing uh, performances in this competition, but I didn't feel like this was one of them. So I, I, I Think he probably got both those decisions right. To be honest, although they could have, yeah. either of them could have gone the other way, but I think it's probably right, correct.
0: I thought the official was pretty good overall. I mean, he he really let the the players continue. I saw him a couple of times tell players to get up, just let the these two teams go at it. Um So it was pretty, yeah, decent yeah. from him. I, I was just curious about those two calls. What you guys thought about that? We saw. Yeah. I oh, agree with
2: Matt. Matt. I think it was Matt's right. The ref was okay. Yeah. There was no, I don't think there was a penalty. The right card of on Foden would have been a bit of a compensation. I don't, I don't. It wasn't a matter of refereeing tonight. It was a matter of I thought of we'd get at least
0: one call considering we weren't the team that tried to like ruin football. Yeah, like, me Can too. we get one yeah. call? <laughs> one. Is it possible? Yes, that's Red card, penalty, something yeah. Yeah. for like not trying to ruin football. It, it could Maybe. happen on,
2: during um, the second leg. I
0: was going to say it's, the it's safety. Not, safety. Okay. second leg. I like yeah, that. there's a second gonna,
2: leg it's not completely over we're going to remember if they get their those. tactics right if they play carly <laughs> if he is isolated great then that means you know mbappe and uh and maybe di maria won't and then you know that's there's, there's still solutions verity's got to come back i hope it doesn't go with danilo era and her era oh my god Pochettino needs to do something <laughs> I'm not feeling in. Poch, don't do it.
0: You're killing Guillaume. Don't put those two He's in. He's killing mouth. me. He's killing <laughs> me. Um,
2: Danilo could be. I mean, he doesn't have. A, he does have. A could choice. you do
0: four attackers, two midfielders? Mix it up a little bit. Just go crazy or maybe three at the back. Go all attack.
2: Four, 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 four two, three, one. Mm-hmm. Right. Danilo to protect the defense and the crosses and all that stuff. Veratti to do the link. Neymar's a 10. Mbappé on the left. Dimar on the right. Icardi up front or if you want Keane, you know and Keane on the bench that's Draxler too we need to create something we need to play football if we don't play football and just rely on counter-attack it's not going to happen we got a little bit it's not luck because it's been rehearsed in, in training Marquinhos goal another clear chance and that's about it I mean there were okay two other ones And that's about it. We didn't create much at all against City, and we need to create against them if we want to eliminate them.
0: Period. No, I agree. So we look at last season, we were down 2-1 to Dortmund, right? And we were able to come back. We had that second leg was at home right at the outbreak of the virus. Does that give you some hope that we can overturn this going on the road? It seems like PSG is a much better road team. I don't know what it is, but... Seems so, eh? Yeah. I mean what 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 is your confidence level? For me, I'm pretty high. I would say maybe seventy five percent positive we can do this because I, I just feel like Whoa, we outplayed okay. them and <laughs> if we don't give away two goals, they don't do anything. They don't have a striker. And if they're gonna rely on lucky goals, then I like our chances in that. In that game. Okay. So I mean, what do you guys think? I, maybe I'm I'm seventy five is
2: so a little high. Saying,
0: yeah. That,
1: that, that's would say forty percent.
0: 40 okay just, yeah yeah what about
1: you Matt yeah. um yeah I think it's kind of in the balance as well I'd put myself in the sort of 40 to 50 to percent confident I don't I think that if we get the tactics right and we get the lineup right I think there's no there's no reason we can't go through I think there is going to be an uphill struggle but you know it's strange things have happened I think the thing we know is that Guardiola is prone to overcomplicating things so we should never discount the fact that he might come up with some crazy plan which ends up backfiring in hilarious circumstances um and also yeah I I think there's definitely I think there's a lot of reasons to be positive about it but we shouldn't kid ourselves that it's going to be going to be an easy match because it's going to be very difficult isn't it but I think the um yeah, like you say, we've we've seen this season that we're a better team away from home. So um, I, we can only hope that that will continue and uh, and we'll prevail in the second leg.
0: It's not yeah, I know we we've talked a little bit about changes. I mean, would you would you start Bakker again? What did you think of Florenzi? I feel like those fullback positions are definitely the two that have the spotlight on them. Maybe Diallo, if he's back, would you start him? Just any major changes? I know Icardi for uh, Guillaume wants to see him, but Matt, what about you? Any major changes?
1: Um, I think the how you compose the midfield, I think, is going to be the the big sort of the big uh, question for Tuchel. But yeah, in the fullback areas, I think there's quite a good case for Stein Dag. But to be honest, I know Florenzi's a much more experienced player, and it's probably uh, no, I'm not because he he had to withstand heavy pressure against uh, Bayern, um, you know, with common was really giving him the run around at times but then he sort of managed to come through it and you know i think we're probably going to be under quite a lot of pressure in this game and i wouldn't be adverse to him playing to be honest i'm i'm just not a, like florenzi's florenzi gives you a bit more going forward but i'm not 100 percent sold on him to be honest so uh, it's the reason yeah. why
2: we had a good first half though and that's, that's, what, true. that's what CT did that's in the second true. half. Yeah, you didn't see Forenzi is... going up in the second half because Mares was uh, higher up and Foden was too. And, and you started seeing their fullback a bit higher. So their wings were a bit higher. The whole block was yeah. a little higher. No more foren- foren- Forenzi allowed all runners to call for the ball and there, there was space there and that's how we got City in trouble in the first
1: half. Yeah. It was it was really pretty the... interesting
2: second half because yeah. the they, they changed their
1: tactics. Um, so, and, this is, and we, this is we had this no is answer. Problem, isn't it? No, absolutely. And this is the problem. How do you balance that sort of need to keep them out because really we cannot afford to <laughs> we cannot afford to let them take the initiative like they did in the second half, but how do you balance that with the need to like you said Guillaume, to have a bit more control of the game and to play proper football and and try and force the issue it's really really difficult you, one to call you, but.
2: you put you put Icardi in you put neymar back uh paradise or gay out verity take one of the i mean like you know pretty much all i've been saying so far in this podcast you change, <laughs> change the lineup. uh it's still one no at that at that time they, they tied the game yeah it, it looks like physically we crashed Normally they do that. Normally around the uh, the hour, um, they crash. They didn't crash. But um, Chinito had no reaction whatsoever. No reaction whatsoever. You see it. It's happening. It's happening. Ten minutes. Fifteen minutes. Still happening. No reaction. So, okay. All right. Man, one two Manchester City
1: could have been one three. Yeah, I think the other the other fly in the ointment for us is that this weekend we've got quite a big league game coming up, whereas they're sort of they're ten points clear, they can sack it off, have a day off, whatever. But I think um I'm sure we'll be taking the the game against who are we playing this weekend launch, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, I'm sure we'll be taking that re- we'll be taking that reasonably seriously and it's gonna be a difficult game. So I don't know whether like that's City a good thing or not, really. And they get fat and sweaty <laughs>
0: <they turn>, like...
1: <laughs> Yes, we can only hope, yeah. Uh, <laughs> go go um, party so, without a mask, you uh, turn uh,
0: like City players. You can't turn it around.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I just... Um... I mean, maybe maybe they'll be out with Liam Gallagher this weekend. Because I, I was a bit annoyed before the game, Ed, with your anti-Oasis propaganda that you were pumping out on the Twitter. <laughs> but then I saw that Gallagher was... Um, Gallagher's called name a really rude name, like after the match. I was what do like, you, you say? All All right, right, Liam, what do you say? I missed this. I'm not. I'm not, This is so. I don't think it's a word that's appropriate for PSG talking. To be honest, It is one of my favourite swear words, but I'm not going to say it on a podcast. You,
0: you but said nonetheless, it's Liam Gallagher.
1: Liam Gallagher. Yeah, he said something really rude about Neymar.
0: Oh, okay. Sure, yeah. Here we go. He says, Neymar is an embarrassing little see you next Tuesday. That's what we say here in the States when we don't want to use that word. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and yeah. tweet this.
1: So, I'm going to go, after this, I'm going to go into my shed and find all my Oasis albums and put them on a big bonfire and take a match to it. And that will show you Gallagher.
0: I'm going to tweet him to go fight with his brother or something. Is that what they do, the famous for, fighting with his brother? I don't know. Yeah. I'll come up with a better mm-hmm. comeback for you, Liam. Let me, let me sit on that yeah. one for a second. Yeah, yeah. That's well, I, really found, I found I found
2: but... pochinito to be an embarrassing little C word. <laughs> <laughs> so, um...
0: oh,
1: okay, I'm... Man, Unbelievable. C words are flying. Unbelievable. Fly. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. This, this podcast is going to happen. Oh, like, it's going
2: okay. to be, okay. so... be okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. No, it's not going to happen. No, if it doesn't make changes, no changes. Oh, yeah, no, He's I'm gonna sorry. He's going to be forced
0: to make changes because Idrissa Gay is out. He's not playing.
2: He's going to put error and play the same the same game.
0: Well, Mbappé can't play any worse. I think we can all agree on that. Um,
2: he didn't he play would... bad. He didn't get the ball. When he got the ball, he was surrounded. Yeah. And uh rest of the time, he didn't get the ball. But anyway. Yeah. What did you guys make? I, mean... I want to
0: uh, talk about Keeler Navis. I, I tweeted out before. It was Peter Schmeichel was saying that Keeler Navis is not one of the best goalkeepers in the world, which I retweeted that because that was just an idiotic thing to say, but then Keeler Navas let me down by letting that cross from De Bruyne in. What do we make of his performance? I mean, do you blame him on that goal? I don't think any yeah. of us blame him on that the goal that went through the wall, but that first one, 100% his yeah. fault?
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to bail Navas out a little bit here. I think that's quite... You see those goals from time to time, and it's a really difficult thing to deal with, I think, as, your, as a goalkeeper, because just the sort of... The trajectory on it was weird it came over about three people's heads like really close and i just think that's a real like that's a real difficult ball to deal with it would have been preferable if he had at least tried to go for it a bit better but i i, I don't think it was i don't think it's like the worst goalkeeper I've, I've ever seen or anything uh so it was just too like this. I think when you concede that goal, it was it looks really bad. But I think it's probably quite a difficult thing to to deal with as a keeper. And just both the goals were a bit bit shitty, really, weren't they? They were just just. It's really annoying to have put in that effort in the first half and then to concede two goals like that in quick succession. It just felt a bit like back to the bad old days of banter PSG, you know, which we thought yeah. were, were behind us.
0: Oh, and, and trust me, the media is definitely enjoying this one. I'm just looking oh, at your report. Matt, I, you have a different broadcast team than we do here in the United oh, States, I think. Man. I mean, it was just so one-sided.
1: So, um, I, they were, On English TV, they were just appalling. So like at halftime, they were like, making out like City were like some kind of non-league team in like a FA Cup tie you know against Premier League opposition they're like oh City have showed such grit and determination here to you know just keep it PSG down to 1-0 and it's like well hang on they're like one of the most expensively assembled teams uh in the world and we've like done a pretty good job on them and then in the second half they like completely swung the other way and like they're like oh this is one of the best European performances you know that's ever been seen by an English team like that and I was like well they have what? been really good but Yeah, I know. I was like, they've been really good, but they scored like two quite lucky goals. Like, as I said earlier, it's a real low margin game. It could easily have ended differently. And then you'd have been like, you know, I think even in a draw, you wouldn't have been saying that this is like a landmark performance for Man City, would you? So it's... Bit. I mean, it's just classic like, even, English media. Even,
0: right? down to t- even down to 10 men, I thought PSG still had a couple of chances there at the end to whip a ball into the, the box from a free kick. I mean, they were still... It could have easily ended too. Yeah. I thought PSG were still in it, even though they were outplayed in the first half, but PSG outplayed them in the yeah. first half. And, th-
1: and I think that was one of the disappointing things as well that we literally couldn't get out of our half because I think we saw that we could hurt them on set pieces. And I know it's a bit of a... <sighs> It's you know it's a bit of a prosaic uh, method of scoring goals, but nonetheless, if it's if it's working, you want to continue to to keep the pressure up. And I don't, we barely had a corner or a free kick in their half, did we? In the in the second half, so I think that was another disappointing element of it that we weren't able to capitalize on that sort of on that kind of that kind of area where we were where we were having a real impact with our with our attacks. So yeah, just all in all, just really really flat and uh, disappointing, wasn't it? Oh, we can hear you. Ed, you're talking. Sorry about that. In your I muted myself.
0: Window. I muted myself. You think in 2021 <laughs> I would get it right. Um, was it day? You know, I don't think Pochettino <laughs> yeah. listens to this podcast, but I'm sure he's seeing the media, the you know, mainstream media and he's just getting roasted right now for not making the changes, for not you know, well, yeah. not doing anything in that second half. I can imagine he's going to do the same thing in the return. Like he's got to fix this. You would think
2: you no? would think yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: it's kind of yeah, a rhetorical question but like you can't go out there and just you know adrisi gay is out we'll put in herrera let's do the same exact thing and then mbappe's just left up there with no service whatsoever like that can't happen
2: we need to have a yeah. variety Neymar link in midfield and we didn't have it today because of the positioning of of both and if we have a variety Neymar link We'll have a chance of Verity-Nemar link would be Verity back in in the double pivot position. Neymar is a 10. Mm -hmm. Then, uh, you know, whatever you want to keep Mbappé as the nine. Okay. But then you have the Maria and and Keane or there's there's options.
0: I I would keep Mbappé
2: as a nine. I would not keep Mbappé as a 9 i I'm excited for this. Not not against City.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's a chance. Well, only, not that there's a chance, but because the team that I think is the best offensively, probably in Europe, is down a goal, and they need to score on the road. So they're going to come out guns blazing, hopefully Posh switches things up. But right, Matt, you would this is going to be must-watch TV, and it's going to be last-ditch defending probably from PSG as they're pushing people forward to get these goals that they need. Um, they need two goals here. Um, it's going to be yeah. entertaining from a neutral point of view, but I think we're all going to be having a heart attack
1: yeah yeah entertaining yeah. for the usual yeah absolutely well that'd be terrifying. good that'd be good oh, if i you have
2: God. a heart attack i'm sorry <laughs> because that would <laughs> mean God. we're doing
1: something oh. you know well <laughs> yeah we'll be heading for ame but <laughs> uh yeah it's uh it's it's gonna be exciting and i think we've seen I uh, i mean i'm happy for us to go out if we go into the second leg all guns blazing and give it a real good go and then come up a bit short i won't be i mean obviously i'll be annoyed having got to the semi final and not made it the extra hurdle but i think i'll be i'll be happy that this season's champions league campaign has been uh despite the fact that we went to the final last year i think you'd say that this campaign has been progression Absolutely. in terms of our in terms of how we look at home in the latter stages how we look at home we've gone toe to toe with bayern and come out on top uh we've been barcelona fairly comprehensively and we are i mean City were better than us but it was not it wasn't like it wasn't there wasn't a massive gap between the teams also I think we 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 held our own I think you can would be the sort of the kindest way to put it so I think I feel like as long as we give it a good go in the second leg if we end up ultimately not making it through I'll be annoyed but I won't be like super annoyed like I have been in previous years when we've really not done ourselves justice in the Champions League so hopefully it'll be a good game and hopefully it will have the right result but um as and don't, say, don't Ed, forget
2: City's curse.
1: Yeah, yeah. exactly that. I mean, they're, they're as much of a banter team as we are, like, even like before mm-hmm. they had the money, they're in fact, very similar to a very similar profile to PSG because they're a big team, but they always, um, they always used to fail in comical circumstances, much like we always have throughout our sort of uh, history. So, uh, so you never know what could happen. They could, they could be on the wrong side of it this time. We can only hope. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm just at a loss for words. He will take (laughs)
1: mistakes by by
2: City and a great night by Paris Saint-Germain. Yeah, I think... They are in a very good position, but they don't know they're going to play that game. That's what they do. So if we find a tactical adjustment that will work, and I think Icardi would create a lot more up front by his runs and his pressing than Mbappe did tonight. So that's a that's a big that's something we didn't have today. Um, And then and then he's a threat on the left. So they need to, you know, to guard him. And then there's Riccardi, and then there's Di Maria and then there's Neymar. And we can there's hope, there's a little hope. Um, It's not over yet. It's going to be, you know, it will take a phenomenal performance by Paris Saint-Germain. But well, we've done that away. So it's not over yet. About
0: it. Well, let me ask you before we go ahead and get out of here. How do you stop what City does? We all know. It's kind of like Bayern. They play a high line. We all know they pass a lot. They don't really have a striker. What is the best way to attack that or stop that? Is it to press them just as ruthlessly? And if so, can PSG do that with the squad that they have?
1: Sure. I mean, I, I mean, think we did the, press they...
2: them. We did press them in midfield we, when they, when they had the the ball. Yeah, we got the ball. carrot got pressed. And, and, you know, it was the first half was very encouraging for this. You don't you let them do their thing. And, and they didn't create that much. They got too lucky, especially. I mean, the first one is acceptable. The second one. It goes straight into the wall. That's it. So it's one one and we had a shitty night.
0: I would uh, take I would take a we, Leandro Paredes free kick to the nuts for a Champions League title. You stand in that wall and you don't move. Like this is what we're talking King
2: about. Freaking King Pambait.
0: Stand there and take it. Don't move. He's
2: been it's been um it's been a problem for a few games.
0: Oh, I'm just so frustrated. Mm-hmm. This has probably been a terrible podcast, but I don't care. We're just kind of all over the place. <laughs> um that's why i wanted to wait an hour because i was just so ticked off and then i go look on es espn fc and they're like how great Manchester idea city survived psg's antics i'm like what antics what are you talking about morons <laughs> what? what
2: antics i and, didn't uh, i'm not even gonna go there i'm not gonna watch any english speaking craig burley probably wrote that headline talk, talking <laughs> about what happened today the only only people i would listen to is is Ferdinand and you know, Gary Lineker the rest they... <laughs>
0: do we know what um Michael Richards said did he say anything he didn't even make an appearance after that first 45 minutes the first half he didn't you didn't see him anywhere on the halftime show and i'm sure he was yeah. all excited i, don't even I, I, know I turned it, who it off is. i couldn't
2: i don't even know do <laughs> i
0: don't it. know what you're yeah. talking about well
2: but so guys yeah. there's a. Um, it can be turned around we in a bad spot yeah. But it can be turned around. Yeah. Keep the faith. They, can't, they got two lucky goals. Uh, they were good, City, but they're not unbeatable. Hmm. And the uh, game is a, is a story, is a scenario. If we, like you said, come out really, really strong, and if we're clinical, and if we have a striker,
0: we have a chance. If there's a striker, yeah. there's a chance. I think that's the podcast title. Matt, you want a, a final thought here?
1: Uh, not really I think like we've got to be realistic that if we're going to go through it's going to rely on them playing badly as well they're going to have to have a they're going to have to have an off a bit of an off day and we're going to have to like Guillaume just said we're going to have to be clinical and take advantage of it but that's that's football isn't it that can happen to any team at any time and they are very difficult to beat but they don't win every game and we've got to hope that we can uh, we can take advantage of that and that's what I'm going to be clinging on to for the next seven days that's for sure.
2: No, no, no Chelsea-Manchester City final please. No, oh, <laughs> oh, man. no
1: The, offense, the, no the, no the one frustrating one. thing is, sorry, I have got something else to say okay. now, actually, because I watched the other semi-final and like those two teams, like you would obviously respect them if we get to the final and we have to play one of them, but they are levels below PSG or Man City or Bayern Munich. Mm-hmm. That game last night was not, it was a compelling watch, but it was not of the level of the last two Champions League games we've played. Mm-hmm. And it is quite no. annoying that we've had such a hard route to the final and one of those two teams will be in the final because it's not a vintage Real Madrid team by any stretch of the imagination and Chelsea are uh, a work in progress I think it's the polite way to put it so it is a little bit annoying that we've been on this incredible sub. oh Conte man he was like all over the place it was like it was like prime Blaise Matuidi I tell you he was like up oh, and down wow. the flank, back in the middle I, that's, that's high praise from me indeed. Uh, it's obviously Big Bad Blaze is one of my favorites. But um, he, yeah, he was he's really back. good. He's, but, he's see, This he's is back. something
0: that the Champions League should take from American sports. Instead of doing these like ping pong balls where you just randomly pick matchups, seed them so that PSG and Bayern Munich don't play in the quarterfinals. Like that should be mm. later on, you know, like seed uh, them.
1: Seed oh, I the quite teams. like the yeah. I, when it doesn't affect me, I quite like the randomness because that's how you—that's how you get really good matchups. But um, That's how, that's, last year,
2: that's how we got um, Atalanta yeah, exactly. and, and Leipzig. And sure. Leipzig yeah. But we
1: probably would have
0: gotten them anyway because of like PSG would be seated higher than them and they would be lower. I don't know. Yeah, Some, something to maybe. ponder uh, between anyway, for our indeed. next podcast. Um, but someone brought it up. We've got loans on May first, Saturday, big game there. And then we've got City on May 4th. May the 4th be with you there. And then just uh, after that, on May 9th, we play Ren, but uh, Mbappe is going to be suspended for that one. Um, Too many yellow cards. It could all unravel. The Coupe de France could be our (laughs) only trophy. It's
2: crazy. Yeah. God. possible. That's
0: That's the crazy thing about football. It all unravels quickly. All right, guys. um, 90 minutes and
2: everything's different.
0: Yeah, I know. I flashed your... uh, Twitter handles during the show a couple of times, but, um, Matt, let everyone know how they can find you in case they are just listening to this audio.
1: Yeah. If you're, if you're an audio person, look me up at PSG Tourist on Twitter. I'll be there uh, tomorrow. Probably, uh, being sad. <laughs> <Still>. <laughs> isn't it, It's already tomorrow
0: where you are, isn't it? Or close to it right? is actually,
1: yeah. It's just after midnight. Yeah. So, uh, so well, tomorrow for, is here today.
0: It's right. Thanks for staying up late with us. And then Guillaume, how can people find you?
2: off the door one on twitter if you want awesome. to check
0: and i am at psg talk um i'm gonna be doing another live broadcast twitch stream on the psg official channel on sunday we'll talk more about the city result we'll be able to talk about lawns and see how that one goes all of a sudden city or um siri not city just popped up on my computer now she's listening to me that's weird uh we'll edit that out um all right, well, thank you, everyone, for listening to this show. Sorry it's a bit scattered, but that's what happens when you have a crazy Champions League result like that. So thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye. All, All right. right. Good night.